Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Today, we'll be talking about an exciting event coming up. It's the Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula's annual feast and auction at the Chinook Events Center, or mm, maybe it's a school of wizardry and witchcraft because it's for muggles, and we're going to find out more about that from my guests and about the incredible work that the Long Beach Boys and Girls Club does on the Long Beach Peninsula. Today in the studio, I have Chris Jensen. Chris is the chair of the board of the Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Very happy to have you here. Thank you. And I also have Jennifer Magnuson. Jennifer is the brand new executive director, although she has been on the board. So she's very savvy. She knows a lot about the Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula. Hi there, Jennifer. Hello, Donna. That's kind of a mouthful. I keep saying Long Beach Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula. That is your official name. Correct. Boys and Girls Club. And the website, by the way, is Long Beach B G C, which would be Long Beach Boys Girls Club. However, the official name is Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula. So before we find out more about that, let's learn a bit about each of you. So Chris, please tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I was born in England. I came over here in 1970. Attended uh, University of Oregon and then University of Washington. And I've worked um, for youth uh, quite a bit. I was uh, at Nacelle Youth Camp. Um, and then I uh, worked for the state of Washington um, Department of Social and Health Services as a child protective service investigator. Wow, that's before quite a retiring, mm-hmm. I'm retired now. Yes, and um, and so now you live on Long Beach Peninsula, and you have, and you've been involved with the, the Boys and Girls Club for quite a while since uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. And we'll learn a little bit about what your experience has been a little later on in the program too. Thank you. And Jennifer, please tell us about yourself. Well, um, I've been in the Pacific Northwest uh, since I came up for college when I was 18. So, oh, oh, you know, over 20 some odd years now. Um, I have my doctorate in clinical psychology and uh, the emphasis is on children. And so I've worked as a school psychologist, as a therapist, um, and came to the the Long Beach Peninsula for uh, to work in mental health and did that for several years before moving to Colorado and then uh, coming back to take the position for as executive director so well that's they're so lucky because you have this expertise and so that's a marvelous thing that you are now the executive director it's a lot of fun too I I know I want to hear some stories about the children but for be, be because some listeners may be unfamiliar with the Boys and Girls Clubs. It's a national organization, but let's hear a little bit about how the one in Long Beach was established and what the mission is. Uh, there was a, a group of uh, citizens in, uh, in Long Beach that felt there was a strong need for an after-school program for the children of the peninsula. Uh, there had been some programs before, but nothing that was continually run. And... Um, they uh, they formed themselves into the Coastal Alliance for Youth and uh, began looking for sort of an umbrella organization that they wanted to be part of. And they felt that the uh, um, Boys and Girls Club of America was an organized group with a good reputation. Um, so they wanted to be a Boys and Girls Club. But to do that, you have to get the approval of Boys and Girls Club of America, 
um, and uh, which involved quite a few things. At one point, I think they had to do a community readiness survey where they um, they had to interview people in the community um, to uh, give them a score as far as whether they would be able to be an organized group, um, whether they could um, uh, establish a board, whether they could uh, maintain a staff. And uh, they got a good score on that, and they were approved. And uh, that was the you can you can use the name Boys and Girls Club and their logo at that point when you're approved, but you have to maintain that approval over time. It's not just a one-time thing. Um, and each club is independent, um, but as I say, we do need to have that approval from. Um, the national group. Exactly. However, you don't get funding from that group. No. But having the being associated with a respected organization, which is a national organization, is helpful when you're going for grants um, and, and looking for other sources of Certainly. funding. Certainly. Yeah. It also, Boys and Girls Club of America uh, provides us with research-based programming and information, trainings for staff, um, and that we're able to implement with, with the youth. And they also have, um, it, they're outcomes driven, which means we take statistics and, and surveys every year. So we can show that what we're doing actually has an impact on the youth. And that's, I think, one of the, the things that sets us apart from other um, after school programs is that being able to show the effectiveness of what we're doing. So if someone said, what is the Girls and Boys Club? What do they do? What would you say? I would say we are an out-of-school program that serves youth ages 6 to 18 that focuses on having a safe, adult-supervised place where Kids can come for not only academic support, but social-emotional support, um, developing friendships, skills. Um, They learn about nutrition and healthy lifestyles, activity. We support um, what they learn in school, for example, STEM, uh, the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, by providing real-world application activities that they can practice. Um, we introduce them to arts and other community, you know, we have community members that volunteer and come in to teach what they know. And so the kids are exposed to a variety of activities, and it really shows. So this is a program, an after-school program, through the school year, throughout the school year. Yes. On the Long Beach Peninsula, which happens at, um, at Ilwaco High School. Yes. So um, that's where kids come after school, and they're there from after school until what time? Uh, the club closes at 7. And so, um, and if there's an early school day, say for the elementary, they get out a half day or the high school does, then we're open early. Um, So they literally come after school, whatever time that is, until 6 or 7 o'clock. And what's interesting is that there's a need for this because a lot of folks may think the Long Beach Peninsula is full of retirees. Right. That's not the case, though. 
Our average daily attendance uh, for the club is around 75 kids. Uh, sometimes we get up over 100 kids in one day at club. And we have anywhere from 200 to 300 on our membership rolls at any given time. So and a large number of kids attend. And so how are you all supported and funded? Our funding comes primarily through uh, government grants that we write um, or the local grants, through um, fundraisers such as the auction that we're going to talk about, and through donations from our community. Um, nine, over 95% of our funding is, is from those three sources. And that really determines the amount of time that we're able to provide and the the different programs that we're able to provide for the kids is based on the funding that we receive every year. Well, we know that if we don't invest in our young people, then our future is um, is very questionable. Um, and so this is an opportunity f- to support uh, young people who otherwise may not have a place to go because they may be latchkey kids. Um, they may not have the exposure in their home life to all the different things you're doing. So I know you have a little research you want to share, Jennifer. Well, it was very timely in that Boys and Girls Club National just came out with their 2018 statistics from the research that I was talking about. And one of the, the most astonishing things for me to see was, for example, that um, – from the 2018 graduating class, those that um, those kids graduating that participated in Boys and Girls Club on a regular basis, um, overall, 52% of them indicated an interest. Um, a, sorry, higher 52% more kids than the national average, those that didn't go to club, showed expressed an interest in attending or going on in a career in STEM, so STEM-related. 52%. The national average for that is only 27%. Wow, that's huge. And for girls, it's 47% of girls who attended club um, expressed an interest in STEM careers versus only 15% of girls who didn't attend club. Oh, so you're making a big difference. We it, are. It, yeah. And that's and so there are adults and you said you have something called Power Hour. Power Hour is also a national program through Boys and Girls Club. And it is entirely focused for that that hour during club on their academics. They have very specific tasks that they're able to do and it supports what they're learning in school. Uh, it's it's to supplement that. And a lot of our activities we gear toward um, real world application of what they're they're learning in, you know, their science classes or their art classes. Um, so we work very closely with the school districts and the teachers uh, to to try and coordinate as best that we can for those things. And you have volunteers. I mean, you are your staff um, and then you have a lot of volunteers because you couldn't do this without volunteers. Absolutely. I mean, first of all, our board of directors, they're all volunteers um, and they probably put in the most amount of time. Um, but we have community volunteers, uh, different professions that call up and say, you know, I'd love to come in and teach a Zumba class for the kids, or I'd love to come in and teach about stamps or anything. Um, And it can be a one-time class. It could be over a six-week period of time. Uh, We also have summer program, 
And um, that's always a lot of fun to have community members come in. And even if there isn't a specific topic that you would like to teach the kids, um, we always need volunteers, you know, adults, role models, mentors uh, for the youth. And so people can learn about that by going to your website, and they can figure out how to contact you by going to Long Beach BGC, which is LongBeachBoysGirlsClub.com. Correct. Uh, and it must be incredibly rewarding. I, 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 I mean, you've been involved now, Chris, for quite a while. And how, how does it work out with six-year-olds, and then you have up to 18-year-olds, that t- that age difference? Well, we do have some separation uh-huh. uh, uh, in the areas uh, where the, um, the upper elementary, the middle school and older uh, kids, their, their situation is a little bit different. They've got um, a pool table in there. They've got tables where they can play games. They've got, um, they have a movie time. Um, so they do a few different things. There's, there's one room for the little kids. Well, for anybody, really, but it's um, it's uh, run by Kathy Kyle, and uh, it's just full of anything you can imagine for arts and crafts. Kids just adore being in there, and she's so creative, and she just collects things. She's got. If if recently we were in the uh, Loyalty Day parade, and um, and we were sort of advertising our auction, and the theme being. Um, Harry Potter, and uh, she came up with all this fabric to make um, banners for all the different houses of Hogwarts, Gryffindor, Slytherin, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she just has everything at her disposal in there. You, you want something, you go to Kathy. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is so important, and we know that that <clears throat> excuse me, research shows that art helps with everything, 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 everything. I mean, mental, emotional... Um, academic well-being, all of it. And you all provide snacks as well. Oh, yes. Yes. We, um, one of the mm-hmm. emphases is on teaching the kids and modeling a healthy lifestyle. Um, so we provide nutritious, healthy snacks and meals. Um, this We partner with the school on that. And um, we also do PE time and rec activities, try and do some physical activity every every day for club and um, because we know how important that is and we talk to the kids and do lessons and and different programming around that we've even done uh, for middle school age kids about how to manage money and learning I mean there's a program about that and so it really is we try and gear any of the programming specific to what our group of kids is at that time there's classes and, and programs for social emotional development and um, boys and girls club kids show higher percentages of having good citizenship and being able to cope better emotionally and um, get in fewer fights um, better communication skills better all of communication that. Um, <laughs> fewer absent absentee um, at school and I mean, it just, the list goes on and on. Yes, about all the positive benefits. Exactly. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn. And today we're talking about the Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula. Um, an incredibly valuable organization on our peninsula here in the um, Pacific Northwest. Um, and they have an upcoming 
7th annual feast and auction at the Chinook Event Center, which we're going to talk about in the second half of the program here. Um, today, my guests are Chris Jensen. Chris is the board chair of the Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula, and Jennifer Magnuson, who is the executive director of the Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula. So I want to talk about the auction, but before we do that, um, and you can go to their website and get your tickets because it's going to sell out and it's going to be fabulous. And that's longbeachbgc.com. You can make a donation if you can't go um, to this um, amazing feast and auction with a Harry Potter theme. Um, and what is the most rewarding thing, Chris, that you've seen? And then I'm going to ask you that, ask you, Jennifer, as well, um, that you have experienced in your time and your involvement with this. I think probably some of the comments that you hear from people. Um, one of the school nurses told us some time ago um, that uh, she would see kids who perhaps were running a fever they, and request that they go home from school, and they would say things like, no, 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 we, <laughs> we need to go to the Boys and Girls Club <laughs> after school. Um, during our summer um, program uh, one year, with the volunteer work from the local um, eye doctor, Dr. Nevitt, um, kids dissected uh, cow's eyeballs, um, which was just a phenomenal thing. It was really interesting. Um, there, are, there are lots of stories. Just coming out of club the other day, I saw somebody a grandma coming to pick up her kids. She said, this is the most fantastic program. I really love what you do here. Well, you're, I think you, you're saving youth. When you provide opportunities for them to be um, enriched by all the programming and people who care, and, that, and we know that that time after school, from after school to dinner time, is a, is a dangerous time for kids, you know? So um, that's really important. Um, um, Jennifer, what about you? What's heartwarming for you about this work? Um, I think for me, it's it's seeing kids who struggle in in school, um, you know, with the more structured, rigid schedule, um, who sometimes they even need like one on ones all day long in school, are able to come to our program and make friends and be social and practice you know, their their social skills and then be able to take that back to uh, their school day the next day. Um, also, you know, not only are we, we benefiting the kids, but we're benefiting the families and providing um, a very affordable, um, safe alternative for their kids instead of, you know, going home, you know. Exactly. And, and, I, and you said it's only $25 a child for the entire school year. For the that, entire year. That's kind of, that's amazing. And that's been the case since the club started. Wow. Boys and Girls Club of, of America just requires that uh, the fee be affordable. And that's what we set it at in 2008. That's amazing. We also, we also have scholarships available. So if, if the $25 isn't affordable for a family, we can, we have scholarships Wow. Um, and the summer programs are different. Right now you have four weeks of summer programming. We have four weeks of summer programming. Um, and it's entirely based on, on the funding that we get every year mm -hmm. as to whether we can do four weeks or six weeks. Or um, we have a, um, a grant proposal that's in right now to the South Pacific County Community Foundation um, 
You can go online to their website, to their grants catalog, and select and donate specifically to our program. And what it is is it would actually allow us to extend our summer program an extra week and um, also to add some very specific STEM activities like an underwater robot to -hmm. explore Black Lake uh, that the kids would actually build and it has a camera on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So they would learn the math, the engineering and all of that and then get to go to Black Lake and and see it work. So um, here's a way to support our youth, our, our, our youth on the Long Beach Peninsula. And the other thing is, Saturday, May 18th at 5 p.m. at the Chinook Event Center, what's going to happen? We're going to have our annual auction feast. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. we, have, uh, we inherited this auction from the Ocean Beach Education Foundation. They'd run it for 26 years and uh, thought the Boys and Girls Club was a worthy... Uh, entity to continue it and uh, so we last year was the first time we did it alone Um, uh, the year before that we did it in conjunction with Ocean Beach Education Foundation and so this is our second year and uh, each year there's a theme and uh, our theme this year this year is Harry Potter our motto comes from Professor Albus Dumbledore from the Harry Potter stories. Um, it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. That's beautiful. Would you say that one more time? It matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. Indeed. And so the club is helping these young people grow to be much more than they would have been without the enrichment of the club. Yes. All right. So you have a Harry Potter theme. So people will be dressing up as wizards and warlocks? We hope so. We certainly plan to do that. And- <laughs> And there's food and there's an auction. So at, how does uh, that all at work? five o'clock, um, the registration silent auction begins. There'll be hors d'oeuvres bar, and um, then at uh, seven, people can begin going into the live auction area, which will be in the event center. The community center is where we're going to have. This is at the Chinook Event Center. Uh, the community building is where we're going to have the silent auction. And uh, the um, event center, um, the um, what used to be called the gym, that's where we're going to have the live auction and buffet. And um, that will start at 7.30. And will there be some of the youth who are being served by the Boys and Girls Club there? No. It's, it is for adults only. It's for adults. Okay. Yeah. And so that was established have... by Ocean Beach Education Foundation, and we've continued that. Okay. Yeah. So then the best way for people to get their tickets is how? Is to uh, go online to longbeachbgc.com slash auction. Okay. And there may be some tickets at the door, but it's really hard because uh, it's going to sell out because it's a fabulous event. So you definitely want to get your tickets as soon as possible. Um. And this money that you raise will then help you continue all the programming that you do all year long. Absolutely. Well, this and other events. Yes. Um, We do other things. Um, But this is the primary annual one. This is our primary um, fundraiser. Right. For the year. And so you're also looking for volunteers if people are interested as well, right? Yes. Volunteers, um, donations, donations. you know, of course, attendees at the event um, and just community support for our, our peninsula youth. Um, 
is is very important. We can't, we don't exist without the support of the community. It sounds like the community is supportive. It sounds like people have really stepped up and they, because again, um, if we don't take care of our youth and give them the opportunity to flourish and blossom, then we are, we're missing, I think, one of the most important things at all in the world. I mean, that's, it's just huge what, what we need to do for our young people. And the community has been very supportive. Um, nowadays, there are more auctions than when this auction began. And so a lot of the um, uh, merchants in town, uh, craftspeople, they're being asked a lot of the time for donations. And uh, we're just so impressed uh, about the donations we've been given for our silent and our live auctions this year. Oh, excellent. Well, we just have a few minutes left. So... Are there other things that you would like to talk about that maybe we haven't talked about? Or are there some other things you think the listening audience should know about the Boys and Girls Club of the Long Beach Peninsula? I think for me, the the most important thing um, for people to, to know and understand is the importance of the club, the impact that it makes in the daily lives of, of the kids and the families. Um, and... And to know that, again, our funding is, you know, over 95% from the community and from fundraising. Um, and so, you know, we often have have people ask us, you know, if we could do a before school program or extend the summer program or, you know, offer different things, which we would love to do. Um, there's always plans for wanting to expand programming and opportunities for the youth. And uh, it really is based on the funding and the support of the community every year. But it is uh, a worthwhile program. And I think especially for rural youth who have, unfortunately, fewer opportunities to to access uh, the same the same. Um, activities and learning. Exactly. I like what you said earlier, which is that not only are you helping the young people, but they're bringing this back home to their families. They're enriching their own families. Yes. With what they're learning, because perhaps, you know, the parents are working, you know, full time and maybe they didn't have an opportunity to have an education themselves. We don't know what, you know, we don't know. Everyone is struggling in some way, you know, Mm -hmm. and but for these young people to then be exposed to things that you're doing, these wonderful programs at the Boys and Girls Club and then to bring that home. Yes. Um, And and again, the the surveys, the research, the national and the local statistics, they all support that, Um, as do the comments from the families that come in and the kids themselves. They're so excited to be at club every day and um, and to engage with the staff and to see what what new activities we're doing um, each day. And I have to to say that we have an amazing staff. Um, very creative and engaging with the youth. Um, They make the difference. Uh, Without them, you know, the kids wouldn't want to come to club, no matter how much fun we do. That's Um, right. It's making that connection with an adult, which, again, is so vital. Yes. So vital. Well, Jennifer, I think you're really excited to be back and to be executive director now, so congratulations. Thank you. How fortunate that is. And, Chris, anything you'd like the listening audience to know? Well, very often we have people who want to donate, but they want to fund a specific thing. Um, So uh, I would encourage them to get a hold of us because we do have a list of specific things uh, that they could fund. And um, 
so I just want to make that offer. Right. Well, <laughs> Please I, call us. Yeah, so I, it sounds like you have the anchor of the national organization behind you. You have that, you have some of the research and programming that you receive, but it sounds like you're also very flexible and you customize things for the peninsula and for what the need is there, which is also really important. Absolutely. Um, it's that individualized, not only for the for the children, but individualized for the community. Um, and we adjust that every Every few weeks, actually, we take a look at what's going on in the schools, what's going on in the community, and um, you know, if there's a particular issue that's come up in the community that's impacting our youth, then we will find a program that will address that with it at club. That is really important because you're not locked into some rigid structure. You're able to be nimble and respond to the needs of the community. So good on you all for making that community, a Long Beach Peninsula, a better place for our young people and for everyone because it benefits all of us. So, um, again, go to the website, longbeachbgc.com, and buy your tickets slash auction and buy your tickets for the event. Support this worthy organization, the annual Feast and Auction Harry Potter theme. It's going to be a lot of fun Saturday, May 18th. Um, and uh, and thanks for doing that. And I want to express my appreciation to Dylan Halsershalk for his amazing uh, engineering today and um, and also my gratitude ongoing to local talented banjo instructor Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this program. Until next week, find a moment for yourself. In fact, right now, take a deep breath. Sometimes we forget to breathe. We're so busy, and it's so good for us. It's good for body, mind, and spirit. And then, with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be those things that aren't going well. But focus with gratitude on the things that are. And then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you, the only one. And you're doing the best you can. Everyone is. And then appreciate being here now in this moment on the amazing planet we call Earth.